This is an ABC podcast. Hello, my name is Nidge, and today on Imagine This, we're talking about something you probably see every day. It helps us cook our food. Frying pan. And keeps us warm. The sun. Blanket. Socks. You never want to touch it. An oven. Heater. But it's fun to blow out on a birthday cake. Candles. Fire. Fire! Yes, it's fire. I think it's made from different gases and the heat around it. And it can burn anything. And it got a red fire. Today's question is about fire. Hi, I'm Rory and I want to know what is a cool fire? Fire is really hot. So what are cool fires? Dry ice? I think cool fires are smaller fires. I think we better talk to an expert. What's a fire expert? Victor Stephenson. He's an Indigenous fire practitioner. That means he looks after the land in Australia using fire. Wow. wow. Cool. He can teach us about cool fires and how they work. Hey, Victor. Hello. Hey, hello everyone. I'm so glad that you came all the way out here in the bush to find me. Where are we? Today, we're on Takalaka country. It's now being taken care of by the people who live here and call it home. You can tell when people look after the country with fire the right way. How? You can see the trees are big and healthy with green leafy canopies stretching out to make lots of cool shade. There's lots of fresh grasses Herbs and flowers growing everywhere after the cool fires have passed. The bush is so beautiful. I can hear all the trees and animals, the birds and the crackling of the campfire. The cicadas are really loud. Yeah, it's so noisy. It's noisy when everything is happy and healthy. Victor, can you tell us about cool fires and how they work out here on country? Of course I can. Come and sit over here around the campfire. Don't go very near. So you don't burn any of your clothes. Be careful. That's right. And out here, on country, you must never put fire on the land without an Aboriginal elder or ranger there to do it for you. What about a fire when you're camping? Yeah, I love campfires. We sit around and burn marshmallows. <laughs> campfires are okay, but even then, that's still a job for the grown-ups. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. I do know a little about the physics of fire. What's that? Well, that every fire needs three things to burn. Air, heat and fuel, which can be anything that burns. That's right. This wood here is fuel for this campfire. And at home, it can be the gas for the fire on a stove. The campfire is very special for keeping warm on cold nights or for cooking food, preparing medicines and making tools. But there is another very important use of fire that Aboriginal people have mastered over thousands of years. And that's looking after the country with cool fires making sure the land is kept clean and healthy for all the plants and animals that live there. Would you like to learn more about this special knowledge? Yeah! Okay, let's imagine we're birds then, and I can teach you more about fire from way up there in the sky. Yeah, cool! I'm going to turn into a wedge-tailed eagle. 
Ooh, I'm going to be a hawk. You can turn into any bird that you want, so long as you can fly high in the sky with me. No chickens or penguins. Yeah, no chickens. And no emus. <laughs> I'm going to be a honey eater. I'm going to be a sea eagle. Everyone got your wings ready? Slow down, Midge. You should put out the fire with some water. Midge, you can't leave it on fire. Sorry, I got too excited. Okay, my feathered friends, are you ready to fly? Yeah, look at my wings. I have big feathers. Okay, let's go. I can fly. Oh my gosh, we are flying. We're so high up. The trees look like broccoli from up here. (laughs) (laughs) How do you look after the land with fire? Isn't that what a bushfire is? Bushfires are different to the cool fires Aboriginal people use to look after the land. Bushfires are hot, destructive fires. They get out of control during the drier seasons and cause lots of damage to the plants and animals. Why do they happen? When the country hasn't been looked after properly, the land is left to build up all of that fuel Nidge was talking about. All the sticks and leaves and weeds start piling up. Too much fuel. It creates a big mess, and that's when bushfires can happen. They can wipe out animals' homes or wipe out their food, so they don't have enough food to survive. That's why we are trying to teach people how to look after the land, like Aboriginal people have done for so long. Look over there. I can see white smoke. Good spotting, Nidge. That's the Aboriginal rangers over there burning in the Gumtree country. The white smoke means that the fire is good, nice and low, and not burning the trees. What's burning? I think coal fires only burn leaves and sticks. The white smoke comes from burning the grass. Because it helps them have a trim off and grow again? Yes, that's right. And it helps the trees to produce more flowers and seeds. Those rangers are burning the country the right way. The animals are okay. They know all about the cool fires and how important they are to look after the country. When they smell the white smoke, they know it's time to get out of the way to safety. Can you see the kangaroos hopping away to those green places? (gasps) Wow. Let's fly down a little closer to the trees. What is that? Is that fire? I can see the fire. It's all very big. It's moving so slowly. If you look carefully enough, you can see snakes and lizards hiding under the logs and scurrying underground. Wow, these Hawkeyes are amazing. I can even see the bugs jumping into the trees. They're climbing up a branch. The bugs are marching. So they don't get hurt. Even a spider could run away. Many of the insects will climb high into the trees to safety, and the bigger animals too. I can see koalas. Look at all those thousands of lives saved from burning the country the right way. Wow, that's pretty cool. Now let's fly up higher. Look at the shape the fire is taking now. It's like a circle. Burning in the shape of a circle allows the animals to escape the fire in every direction possible. Ah, so cool fire burns in a very slow and gentle circle, low to the ground. It doesn't burn the trees, just the grass. That's right. It's all about looking after the plants and animals 
and burning the country with great care. Whoa, what was that? Birds are swooping. Catching grasshoppers. Look out, everyone, and let them through. They know that cool fires are a good place to find a tasty treat. Hey, why don't you swoop down and try one too? You're a bird now, so it should taste pretty good. Juicy and crunchy. Whoa! <laughs> I'm not eating bugs. No. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll leave them for the real birds to eat. How do you know when the country needs fire? We fire experts know when and where to burn by listening to the country. The trees tell us where to burn and where not to burn. We also read the soils to tell us what plants will grow back, and the grasses tell us exactly when to burn. When? How? There is all different timing for different types of country. If the country is full of dry grass and weeds, then we also burn to make the country clean and healthy again. Well, that's a lot of things to think about. Yep, that's why it's so important to burn country the right way, and we can do that by listening to Aboriginal elders and rangers. What happens after the fire? Do you have to put it out? Get some water if you have a creek there and put it out. Oh, with a fire truck. See that country down there where it's all green near the river? Yes, we can see. I think water and some rocks. Let's fly down there, and I'll show you. This is what I like to call no-fire country. Why? How come? We don't burn these places, as the trees and plants here don't like fires. Country like this likes to stay wet and green when other fire country is ready for a cool burn. Let's watch the fire coming this way, and you will see that it'll go out when it reaches the green country. Whoa! Wow! It works every time. So you never need firefighters. If we burn country that is close to houses and farms, we'll bring a fire truck with us just to be extra safe. What happens after a cool burn? The grass and plants grow back in no time, creating a lush green country again. There'll be plenty of food for the animals to return to. That sounds like a good thing. Wow! It's all about burning to create a healthier country. Sounds like a big job. It's a big job that needs to go on forever. So we can live on this land for thousands of years more. Victor, this is so different to any fire I've seen. I only ever use fire to cook or when I go camping. And on birthday cake. <laughs> yeah, and on birthday cakes. That's true for a lot of people. That's why Aboriginal people all over Australia are trying to teach everyone how to look after the country with fire the right way. It's so important for all of us. Thanks for teaching us today, Victor. No worries. But always remember. While it's good to learn and understand as much as you can, you can never ever light a fire on country without an elder or a fire expert. Thank you, Victor. Bye. See ya. See you later. Fire is what happens when air, heat, and fuel mix together to make a flame. Fire can be hot and bright white, like a candle on a birthday cake. <laughs> or low and red, like burning embers. Fire has been used by people in all kinds of ways for thousands and thousands of years, to cook food and to keep warm, to make things, and even to power machines. In Australia, fire has been used by Aboriginal fire experts to look after country. Cool fires. 
cool fires burn very slowly. Slow enough for bugs to get away. And very gently. Low and slow. To burn the dry grasses and make the land clean and ready for new green growth. For all the animals to eat. Using cool fires to burn dry grass also protects the land from big and dangerous bushfires. This is a very special science that only Indigenous fire experts and park rangers can practice. You can never start a fire. Never ever. But we can listen and learn from the first peoples of this continent to help care for country. Imagine This is an ABC Kids Listen podcast, hosted by me, Dr Neeraj Lal. A big thanks to Indigenous fire practitioner Victor Stephenson, and to all the kids who helped make the podcast. Today's episode was written and produced by Sumia Bella, and was made on Gadabunud, Yiriganji, and Gadigal lands. Our engineer is Wei Nguyen, and senior producer is Emma Gibbs. For more great podcasts to play, music to move, and stories and soundtracks to sleep, download the ABC Kids Listen app, free from your app store.